we have to remind him through dance. Younger, 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 younger. I think it's pretty lunchtime. Welcome back, everybody. To Welcome back to Bow Bow and the Dink. Wall free lunch. Wall free lunch, baby. St. Paddy's Day edition. A week late for when you're listening. A week late, yeah, yeah. For you, it will be after St. Paddy's Day, but for us right now, it is the national celebration of all things Irish. Fighting, drinking, being racist to Uber drivers. It is the most disrespected saint. St. Patrick? Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Was he, was he an actual saint? I think so. Yeah? But to the best of my knowledge, St. Patrick is Welsh. Really? Yeah, really, really. I think St. Patrick was Welsh when you go back into sort of Celtic folklore and then they just adopted him because they were like, ah, we need someone as well. Yeah, basically. Yeah. What was his miracle? Um, making beer black. <laughs> Ooh, da. See? The yeah. Thing? Jesus turned water into wine and St. Patty turned beer into shittier beer. I'm going to make the beer the color it is when <laughs> it comes out of your eyes. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know, actually, to be honest with you. They're very much maligned, the Irish. Yeah, but I, it's just weird that, like, for a saint, it's like, get fucked up day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, like, a guy that was, like, a miracle. Yeah. Like, he, apparently, he was magic. It was just, like, just get fucked up for St. Pat. No other saint has that. No other saint has that air of, at the end of the rainbow, there's a pot of gold. I'm wearing a giant belt buckle on my head, kind yeah. of. Yeah, and this is a serial vibe. Oh, and just as a reminder, as far as canon is concerned, God sent this cunt. Yeah, go down and make them all fuck up and beat each other. <laughs> yeah, because um, like Saint George killed the dragons, but we don't fucking celebrate him. Like that's way sicker than probably anything Saint Patty did. Well, they do have uh, they do have Saint George's Day in England, but here's the best part about Saint George: Saint George is from Syria. So St. George is a Middle Eastern character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they made a saint. And they only made the saint after what is now considered England conquered the Welsh territories. The Welsh sign was a dragon. Mm-hmm. So St. George was born out of the Welsh co- uh, the English conquest of Wales. Mm. And then they made their saint a guy that fucked up a dragon. It's a real dick move. Oh, interesting. It's just another reason I not like those fucking semi-serious fat Oh, necked. yeah. <laughs> oh, I know the English. <laughs> Syrians had nothing to do with it. They were just like, we have this guy, he slayed dragon, very good. That is also sick to think that, like, Syria had dragons in it at some point. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. That's pretty mad. That's like, it hit no, dragons were nowhere else but Syria. Yeah. And that's why it's always war-torn. Yeah. They're like, oh, the dragon, come through again. No, yeah. no, 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 it was a surface to wear missile. No, no, dragon. ISIS is a breath of fresh air to Syrians. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, they, they hear like fire and bombings. Like, it's the dragons. Oh, it's oh. just, a, okay, okay. It's four dudes in four youths. Yeah, I was about to say, okay. oh, thank fuck. Whoa. <laughs> it's just a couple of dudes off-roading. Oh, thank fuck. Oh, man, lucky us. Whoa. Do you see like the Al-Qaeda's like training footage? Recently? No, no, I haven't I, I haven't jacked I off in a while. There's <laughs> just something about that footage that really gets me going. I get it, dude. It's fucking sexy to see a dude in uniform. Oh, yeah, dude. Because it is... It's, I think it's Al-Qaeda. Like, or is it... I, whoever the fuck... Who, who's making the comeback? Uh, dude... Which I, one's making the comeback? Which terrorist cell is making the comeback? Uh, the Mujahideen? I yeah, don't know. It's like the ones that are like now have a Twitter and shit like that. 
Oh, that that would be that would be the Taliban. The Taliban. The that's Taliban. what I'm thinking. The Taliban. They're coming back. But it's like they've shown what what nothing. I just like doing a bold stakes to be like it's still racist, but just to be like Taliban, Al Qaeda, ISIS. They all look the fucking same <laughs> to me, cunt. You're wearing towels on your heads. You're shooting guns in the air. All right. But at this your point, your wives are upset. It all just feels like a rebrand anyway. Like yeah. every single new terrorist cell feels like a rebrand of the. Because that's how that's how it's marketed to the West, where it's like, you guys remember Al Qaeda? Picture that, but ten times worse. It's ISIS. Uh oh. And then you yeah. cut to ISIS, and it's like, okay, so there's more black in the cloth. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, they're like fucking cu- Tucker Carlson's on fucking on on like the news being like, picture the Al Qaeda on a Super Mario mushroom. That's ISIS. <laughs> But you can see the progression. Like when you watch those old Osama bin Laden videos where he's there and it's granny camera footage and it's from like the it's it's from the chest up and he's like, Death to the West. Perfect self tape. They have like they, they they've done a self tape course. <laughs> Hello, my name is Osama bin Laden. I am forty seven years old and I am represented by uh Tawa Uh and uh, I am in no competing terrorist cells. <laughs> And I have no terrorist plans on the air at the moment. It's <laughs> a great point. All the videos are perfect self-tape dimensions. Yeah. Uh, I want to say this sounds like a very exciting project. Uh, I have never actually dive-bombed an aircraft onto an American carrier jet, but I think it's something that I would be prepared to do. <laughs> I look forward to hearing from you. Best of luck with your terrorist casting. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. But then, like, that's how they started. And then the mm. evolution of that is after they got Osama bin Laden, a bunch of terrorists went, what if in self-tape we do actual beheadings? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the improv part in the script where it's like, <laughs> don't be afraid to improvise. And they're like, I have an idea. Get that journalist. Come here. Drags him out. Oh, he's really getting very creative. He's like, fuck, this is very magnetic. Mahmoud, where did you learn this? He's like, neither. (laughs) (laughs) And rolls off. I did the paid course. Don't, okay, come on. Look, we do do what we can. We did, I I, I auditioned. I I did 12 weeks, 12 weeks introduction to screen. Okay. (laughs) It wasn't everything. I did it online. It was COVID. Okay. Dude, terrorist that's gone to acting school. It's a fun character, dude. Actually, we should touch on this very quickly. Mm. Um, we're not calling anyone today for a free lunch. That's right, we're not. Because a free lunch has been secured. Already. And we will reveal that at the end of the pod. In time. Everyone. But I'm, I'm excited because it's sort of taken the pressure off what has been essentially uh, a sea of disappointment. Oh yeah, we have not been successful in securing a free lunch for a very long time. No, and as we've established, I think this podcast has more to do with persistence and the the Australian dream than it does actually getting free shit. Yeah, it's about waking up and giving it a go. It's about staring an empty plate in the face and going, today you will be filled. Yeah. And if you are not filled, we're going to keep asking. Yeah, it's about trying to fill an empty plate, but through that, ending up filling yourself. Yeah, finding fulfillment in other avenues aside from a big delicious turkey leg. What else is going on, Sam? There's not much too going on. I've been very hot. I, my, my cockles have been warmed mm. by um, Kei Hui Kwan winning the Oscar for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Michelle Yeoh winning the Oscar for Everything Everywhere at Once. It, winning Best Picture. Mm. Brendan Fraser winning Best Actor. Mm. I'm so excited for the Brendan Fraser comeback. Yeah. It's making me exceptionally nervous yeah. about... Brendan Fraser's one of the bros. Well, what's making you nervous about what? Well, now, like, 
now I'm getting nerve. I get nervous, right? I get nervous about like putting hope and faith in people in Hollywood. Like ever since the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. it makes me nervous because like I'm a comedian that went to acting school, and my heroes were Louis C.K. and Kevin Spacey. Mm, oh yeah. And then also, I started really getting into Chris D'Elia just before the Chris D'Elia shit happened. Yeah. Which, as we all know now is so much worse than we initially thought. Yeah, he's got documentaries and shit about him now. Yeah, the fact that he was branding women while releasing a special talking about how you need to talk to women properly and treat them nice. Yeah. And now you see his dead shark eyes and you're like, this motherfucker did it. Yeah, and bro. so I'm really worried that the reason Brendan Fraser is so fat is because he's actually six pedophiles in a trench coat. <laughs> I don't want him to be, but I'm, I'm nervous to be like, that's my boy, George of the Jungle, mm. the mummy, mm. one through three. Grew up watching him, but I'm so, I'm so chuffed. And everything ever all at once was a fucking masterpiece beyond belief. Yeah, I'm glad that they won. Like, it is cool to see everything ever all at once clean up as much as it has the award season. But can I yeah. be fucking just real for a second, dude? Yeah. If one more can't, Shares a clip of any of those motherfuckers crying. I'm done. I'm done, bro. I can't watch you guys cry every day. Every day, it's like they want another award and then they're crying again. I, okay, so I will admit, when I was watching uh, Kei Hui Kwan cry for his Oscar, mm. that was like, and it was really emotional. And I grew up watching that dude, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, The Goonies. I'm so fucking chuffed. I'm so happy for him. Mm. But he cried so hard winning the Oscar. He gave a really beautiful speech. At the end of that, I was like, okay, we're done now. Yeah. We're done with the crying. You're now going to get booked forever. Yeah. Okay? No more crying. You've done it. You're we're, good. We're finished. Yeah. Yeah, they'll have you everywhere now. I Same think- with Brendan Fraser and The Whale. Yeah. Like, th- like uh, this is how I know my dad's son. Remember how I was telling you about my dad and being like, trying to figure out what he likes uh-huh. and thinking that he likes ABBA for the longest time uh-huh. and, going, and then yep. mentioning it to him and be like, but you like ABBA? And he's like, no, I don't. And I'm like, why wouldn't you like Abba? And he goes, they don't like me. I have the same thing with these motherfuckers where I'm like, what the fuck has Brendan Fraser ever done for me? (laughs) When was the last time he came around to my house, touched his hand on my knee and said, you're looking well these days. You seem happy. Bro, I only have so much capacity to give out love and joy to the people in my life that I can't share anything else with Brendan Fraser up there with a buzz cut crying about being put in a fat suit for two and a half hours and how it's the most <laughs> meaningful thing that's ever happened to him. I'm like, can't. I'm almost, I'm this far away from only watching Bollywood films, bro. Have you seen Triple R? No, nah, not yet, but I've been watching a lot of their dance. Oh, nice. The fucking Natu Natu or whatever it's yeah, called. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is fucking sick. A couple of the boys in suspenders, some of my Indian bros up there dancing their fucking hearts out. Dude. I'm like, this is sick. See, that's what, like, see, that's what, real struggle produces. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Dude. Oh, yeah. When you watch it, you're like, this is mad. And you can tell these guys like, we're at the fucking Oscars. No tears. Just joy. Yeah. Just, yakara, kara, 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 also yakara, dress kara. the most colorfully. So sick to watch. This is how... Okay, so India, a hugely impoverished country, creates action movies where you like fire three guns and you've got a horse on your back and the gun's got a chainsaw. And the gu- Yeah, the gun's got a chainsaw when you shoot the gun a tiger comes out. Yep, and then at the end, everyone goes... And then the American version of that is, oh, we've just made you as fat as a person can get yeah and that's sad <laughs> yeah that's what i was like <laughs> bollywood movies are like what if a guy rode a tiger into the taj mahal and fucked up everyone in it and then they danced afterwards and then western movies are like you have stage 12 cancer <laughs> <laughs> 
deal with that for two hours. What's the big reveal in this Bollywood movie? Oh, the tiger is a ghost of his father, and then the father comes out of the tiger, and then he knows karate, mm. and then they all fuck up everyone outside the Taj Mahal. What's the subtext of this movie? He was dead the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, exactly. By the end, it's like, fuck, because Indian movie... In Bollywood, fucking insane dance, fights, guns, cars, and then at the end, it's like for no reason, let's all dance. And then Western movies end with like a head on a window, just like staring out, looking at the rain, following one drop just trickling down the window. And then maybe the eyes look directly at the camera, and then credits done. And you go, oh, a more comfortable a country. A sadder their movies are because you need to emulate struggle. Yes, when you when your life is too comfortable, you have to start. You have to reconnect with any kind of pain. Yes, when you can get a pad tied to your door and jerk yourself off at the same time, you have to go watch a movie about a dude as fat as possible. I love a Uber. <laughs> I love a wank Uber. I call my dinner and then I see if I can. I can. You can, can race whack, him. I can race him. I can whack off before he gets yeah. there. When you have that, you have to. You have to have my sister's keeper in your culture. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Jody, P- there is no Indian version of Jody Picot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because India is the Indian version of Jody. P- yes. You know what I mean? It's like the entire country is my sister. Yeah, I have keeper. to look after my sister. Her parents. I, I have to look after my sister. My parents died when yeah. I was five from malnutrition. So the cinema is the only break. Yeah. From everyone around you getting the most fucked disease. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, fucking... Because that's the thing. It's like, they go to forget. And you go like, oh, th- when you watch it now, you're like, oh, escapism. I forgot about this. Yeah. This is so nice. Because now every Western movie has just been like, everyone is so removed from struggle. Yeah. No one has anything going on that's actual real pain. We have to inject pain to emulate struggle. Yes. We need to fictionalize it so you can be reminded of the human condition. Yes. So and- let's bring back the guy from Blue's Clues to reboot some fucking sad story where he has no arms, legs, or a dick, yeah. but he's still like a successful... He, he climbed Kilimanjaro. Exactly, yes. Yeah, the guy yeah. without any arms, legs, or dick climbed <laughs> Kilimanjaro. Well, technically the Sherpa climbed it and he was in the backpack. Yeah, but it's more, it. yeah, it's more about like a, a mental will battle and all that shit. Yeah. He finds a way out Mount Kilimanjaro. That's a Western movie now. Yes. And I'm just done with that shit, dude. That's just, what I'm saying. I just really... It's so nice when you watch foreign films from, I mean, particularly Bollywood. There's a lot of there's a lot of cool foreign films from everywhere, mm. but like particularly from Bollywood, it's just pure. Even when it's not joyful, it's fun, spectacular. So like even when it's upset and someone's just died, they're crying. Yeah. Like the tears are shooting out of their eyes, mm. and they're like, ah. Yeah, and also if someone's someone has a disease in a Bollywood film, it's a fun disease. Yeah, it's like what does he have? It's like amnesia. He doesn't remember who we are. We have to remember him. We, we, have, we have to remind him through dance. And he's like, it's coming back. It's coming back. <laughs> and then he fucking struts out the front like that. And he's like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, but here it's like you have you have the worst kind of brain tumor. And so does your daughter. And like it's like And the dog. Yep. But figure out the meaning of life through going on a trip across America and realizing that. It doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, life is just a is a circle and it's rebirth mm. and it's death and every beginning comes from some other beginning's end. That's our ethos. You can't eat popcorn to that. No, you really can't. No, that's no, but that's why you watch those movies in a cinema that's licensed. Mm. And so you could just be like, fuck, I'm glad I bought 
four beers in a backpack here. <laughs> I'm not buying beers at the cinema. They're like twelve, fifteen. Yeah, that's insane, bro. The you premium. bring your own beers. Yeah, you're right. You get drunk to those movies. But even then, it's even sadder, bro. I'm just sick of being sad. Well, I'm sick of being sad, too. One of the best movie experiences I ever had was in between finishing work back up in Brisbane. I was finishing work at the cafe. I had a gig at 8 o'clock. I finished at 2. I had a gig mm. at 8. I didn't want to go home and come back. So I stayed in Garden City. Mm. I got really, really stoned, bought a six-pack of Pure Blonde, and watched Hotel Transylvania 2. Awesome. Sitting up the back, laughing like an idiot, cracking beers in an, in an unlicensed cinema. Okay. While all of these school children just piled in. Let's go. Just this old drunk sort of Cape Fear level. Just drinking down in front. <laughs> that's awesome. But th- that's what I mean, right? When you're going through something, it's nice to watch something sad. Same when you're going through a breakup, you want to listen to sad music, right? But when times are good... Because the rest of life is always fucked. Yeah. When times are good, I want to enjoy the good times and not be transported into this thing where it's like, imagine if you were the fattest man on earth and it was fucking horrible. <laughs> it's like, bro, I just came from work. Imagine you left I'm your- in debt. Yeah, 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 dude. Oh man, I fucking, I almost, I, I almost snapped at this woman yesterday. Mm. So this is the ATM. I was getting cash out. The little bit of cash that I have. And this woman- came up to me while I'm at the ATM and goes, can you get some money out for me, please? And I was like, Bro. no. <laughs> no, I'm not doing... Because yeah. there's a part of me that I'm like, do not ask me for money mm. when I am at the ATM. Yeah, it's wild. You're going to see me take out my money, mm. which I don't have a lot of. Mm. But I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you're um, like, lady, this is literally the only thing stopping me from becoming you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the, if I give you this $150, you're me now and I'm you. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, the only difference. Yeah, and you're going to be me for $150 worth of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can still keep being me for that length of time. And I can tell you right now, I'm going to take a ballpark guess here and say that my mental health is going to make this $150 last longer than yours. Yeah. And I just said, no, I'm actually really skint. And she goes... Skin, huh. cute. Oh, and just fuck. walked off, and I was like, "Damn, dude." Fucking. And I'm like, "Yeah, I get it. My situation is a little bit better than yours. I'm mm. not at the point where I'm asking people at ATMs for money, but mm. also I'm at the ATM withdrawing money. You don't know how much money I have. What do you ask the fucking dude next to me who's yeah. wearing a three-piece fucking suit? Mm. Did she? No. She asked the dude with the dog in the shorts and the jumper in 36 degree heat because she thought I'd be able to relate. Yeah. And I can. And that's exactly why she's getting none of my fucking money. <laughs> Sam, yeah, bro. it really bugged me. I'm like, because there's, there's, because in Delta Chill, there's a bunch of people, and if I have change on me, I've got change. You'll on throw me. it at them. I've got, I, I'll peg it at. You'll peg Point a dollar. Blank. Dude, when those dudes walk into traffic to be like shaking their bucket, mm. if I've got change in my car, I'm not spending that change. No. I'm like, yeah, there you go. Those dudes at the traffic lights are the most polite people. Yeah, they're they just nice. go, Nah, sorry, man. They're like, you're not stressed. Dude, can I tell you something that made me like laugh so hard yeah. to myself. You know those moments where you're just by yourself and you're like, something really tickles you? Like, you know when you make you laugh? Like, yeah. that comes every now and again, but I was in the car driving down Elizabeth Street and one of those dudes was like going around and he was like spraying everybody's cars and wiping them down. And I started laughing because I was like, what if you did that but in traffic? What if you, what if you window washed in traffic but with liquid dog shit? <laughs> 
And you're only... <laughs> oh, hold on. But with the same temperament, like you were like... <laughs> you? And, the guy, and the guy's like, yeah, yeah. You're like, all right. So it's, it's just 100% liquid dog shit. And you still like wipe it down. <laughs> and then you put your hand in the fucking car for money. <laughs> Windscreen's just a big smeared yellow. It <laughs> just like <laughs> smells like fucking death. Hey, are you serious, boy? You're not gonna pay me, dude. You get that scraper thing, but instead of a sponge, it's one of those metal scrapers. <laughs> yeah. So you're scratching up the windscreen. You're, you're fucking up his car. And it smells like shit now, and you still put your hand out. Like that made me laugh so hard, dude. <laughs> That's another modern warrior's death. <laughs> that is another one. He's just getting knocked out in traffic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one of those modern warrior stories, though, of a warrior that's already been defeated, but he's yeah. got one last battle in him. Yeah. He's like, yeah, because it's like you have to go so far out of your way to like also, ruin these people's day. Also, you've got to go so far out of your way to get a container <laughs> of liquid <laughs> dog shit. I'm saying it's like there's so many steps to fuck up like one guy's Ford Focus. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be generous. I'm going to be nice today. Yes, okay. Please. Yeah, right. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is, the, what is the this? Fuck? He's like, it's liquid dog shit, brother. <laughs> it's liquid dog shit, <laughs> dude. I found it. <laughs> is this not what you wanted? Like, <laughs> How do you wash your windows? Oh, with water. La-di-da, queen of yeah, England. Cute. Yeah, real cute. Yeah. yeah. This is actually 100% more effective. This way you won't notice bird shit. I'm going to go hook up with my girlfriend. It's the chick that... Scoffed at you at the ATM. <laughs> Fuck her on on the dude's car. It was just like, that was one of the just the dumbest intrusive. It was nice to have an intrusive thought that wasn't like, what if you're dying? Yeah. It was just like, imagine liquid dog shit for, for a moment. Consider, will you? Consider and, for a moment. For a moment, liquid dog shit on the car. And I was like, thank you, brain. That's quite a lovely break. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me this is the same, but I go back to Wales and run my hands through the grass of the valleys. And I'm like, this the fucking old country, dude. This is where I'm fucking from, man. Yeah. This is this is where this is this. It, it feels it's this the we. It, it feels like the cordyceps in The Last of Us. Yes. Like I just I go. I'm connected. <laughs> I want to stand up straighter. I want to start talking like this more than anything. Like mm-hmm. I'm like this is it's coming out of you. It's coming out of me, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking losing out of my paws, and I view it as the old country, but. Do you, you ha- do you have that? Because you also... I mean, I have that. I, I have that definitely. Even when sometimes I have I, I smell familiar smells of the old country. I have yeah. that for a second. Armpits. I've, I've, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bro, like- fuck it. I'll tell you what's great. As disrespectful as that is. <laughs> that that it's you're not far off. Like, I've been... The only times that I've ever smelt... No bullshit. Yeah. The only times I've ever smelt the smell of the old country. Yeah. Twice. Uh-huh. Right? Once in an alley in King's Cross. <laughs> okay. And the other in a car park of a 7-Eleven in Dulwich Hill. <laughs> I know that 7-Eleven. It kind of smells like armpits. <laughs> it smells like the old country. But I'll tell you what's crazy. It wasn't like a gross smell. It smelled like... There was just something that either smelled like my auntie's house or something like yeah, that. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And I'll, and it just brought me right back. And I'm like, dude, fuck, no bullshit. I have nearly been in tears after smelling. Oh, really? Sometimes. After the alleyway smell, because it was like two days ago. In the alleyway smell, I smelt my auntie's house. And it shames me to say this, bro. I fucking had to fight back a tear in an alleyway. In King's wow. Because I was like, 
auntie. <laughs> I was just like, dude, that's that's the fucking power of smell. Yeah, it's it's odd. Like when you get like a first generation immigrants talking about the old country, and it's it's very odd because like I, I suppose Italy Italy's a bit different. Because mm. Italy, despite all of its problems, which it has heaps of, mm. is a fucking beautiful country. Yeah. And the people are great. Fucking, I've never been around so many horny people. I've never been to India, mm-hmm. but I've never <laughs> been around so many horny people. Yeah. But it adds to the fucking vibe. Like, they're all just horny. Yeah. And it's really good. And so when I hear old wogs talk about it, we're like, Italy, the old country, beautiful. You mm. are, so hey, why did they come to this shit place? But mm. then it's at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you all came to this shit place. So a lot of this is so attached. Anyway, there are suburbs where you can still grab. There are suburbs where we can absolutely just do an old El Groper Rooney. Yeah, dude, I've had I've had someone else's dick grabbed at me at in Leichhardt. They like grabbed it and then like point like hey. he's coming for you next. Uh. Yeah, but their own dick. Oh, I, like, thought you, hey. oh, I thought they grabbed like another dude's dick as a threat to you. <laughs> See this? I thought like they were like not just me, him as well, him as well, and uh, you next. God, <laughs> me, him, him, and him. That's called a quattro formaggi. <laughs> he fucking grabs another Someone else is He's standing there like that as well, like he's in with it. And he's like, uh, nobody's safe. <laughs> <laughs> You're not safe. My friends are not safe. <laughs> Everybody like how to get a dick grab by the dick grabber. Now you order a plain cheese pizza one more time. <laughs> Put it a gabagool on at the pizza. That's a warning shot in Leichhardt. <laughs> they grab another dude's <laughs> they dick. Grab another group's d- dude's dick, and you're like, "All right, I'm going to grab him, his dick before I grab my dick because when I grab him, my dick, it is gonna go down. <laughs> if I grab my dick, my friend, we all die. I explode. You explode. You become the meatballs. He's a dick so big, you die when you grab it." <laughs> You cannot touch easy dick. I can. I'm very powerful. <laughs> I can take it. I'm like the Hulk at the end of Avengers. It's almost like it's what I was made for. To grab his fat cock. <laughs> Fucking. And you're just like going through it to get something from Baker's Delight. Yeah, you're like, man, different cultures are crazy. Like, can I just go to Cheesy Mike Scroll? What the fuck? Like- cheesy Mike the Scroll. Come here, Fabrizio. Yeah, I grab your dick. Cheesy Mike the Scroll. You go up the road and you get a goddamn fucking chorizo. Three strikes, you're out. <laughs> That's what I thought you were saying. I was like, this is an insane man. Because <laughs> you said, my bad. I thought you said someone grabbed someone else's dick at them. Yeah, I meant, I meant like. At you, sorry. They, like he grabbed his own dick. But it's like little Leichhardt, Leichhardt, which is, which is, and again, aside from Brisbane, which has Chinatown mm. in the city and the real Chinatown, Sunnybank, right? Um, straight up, shout out. Straight out, straight, uh, dude, shout out to Sunnybank, fucking love Sunnybank. It's like in Sydney, you've got Chinatown and you've got little Italy. And apparently you've got that teeny tiny Russia. No way. Who was telling me about this? Oh, one of the dudes Artie works with. This guy called Mark. Nice guy. Yeah. He's uh, he's he's Russian. He moved over here when he was six, right? Yeah. He's got a very cool. He's got a very cool voice. It's it's very Australian, but it has like clips of like a weird thing going on. Like it's a really lovely voice to listen to. Right. And he's like, yeah, we have like a Russia has a street. Damn. And I was too drunk to remember where it was. Right. He's like, we drink on the street till like five a.m. and the cops are like, don't touch that. It's the Russians. Who cares? That's awesome. I know, right? Bro, that's so fucking sick. 
That's actually because I don't know where the Serb Street is. You have to go out to the west to find the Serb Street. Of which I'm sure there'd be a few. There'd be a couple, but I would be, it would be nice to have one local. Yeah, that'd be nice. But even then, like, I couldn't just show up to another Serb gathering when no one knows me. Be like, hey, I'm fucking Serb as well. You guys want to hang out? Oh, yeah. They are so insular, bro. I went to a, a Serb monastery in Canberra. Oh, really? So this is one of the places where I, I did Serbian folk dancing when I was a right, kid. Okay. Right? We took a bus down to Canberra, the entire troop. And we did a performance at the Serbian monastery. Nice. And I remembered it being this like gold spire. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we were down in Canberra for Beck's uncle's birthday. And I was right. like, while we're here, I wouldn't mind going to check out the Serbian monastery. I have these yep. like amazing memories of it. Um, it like really meant a lot to me. I was like, I would love to go see it. So on the way back, we went way the fuck out of our way. And it's this beautiful, fuck, it's this beautiful monastery on top of a hill. Yeah. Right. Oh, nice. Yeah. And we get there just as like the service is ending and people are leaving and the priest is still there. And I go up to the priest. And I'm like, hey, and I, I talk to him in Serbia and I go, I'm not from here. I live in, I used to live in Brisbane. I used to do Serbian folk dancing. Can I see the inside of the monastery? Because it would just mean a lot to me. And the priest and like his buddy were just staring at me and they were like, uh, the the uh, one one second because they, they could tell oh, so, right? so they moved back to England yeah yeah, yeah. they're yeah. like once and I was like okay true and me and Becca they're like standing outside the car and they're like talking between each other and it's like I can't figure out what they're saying it's really weird and then because also up until now I've only known Serbs to be like because I grew up around them yes but it's they all know me so every of course everyone's friendly mm-hmm. right and I'm seeing them talk and it's something weird and I can't really hear what they're saying. And then they come back and they're like, uh, look, mate, we ha- we've got uh, a little dinner. You can come with us. We're going to take a bunch of the people that were at service and we're going to go all have like a, a dinner together. Or, no, it was a lunch. Sorry. He was like, uh, and I was like, oh, free lunch. And, oh, shit. Yeah, free lunch. Free lunch. <laughs> and he was like, you can, you can come and have the lunch with us. And I was like, oh, mad. So he's like, no problem. I'll be right back. And then me and Beck are like, oh, sick, this is happening. Okay, fuck yeah, let's meet some of the Canberran Serbs. Uh-huh. Sick. The guy goes into his house, which is next to the church. Yep. And then I'm like, okay, I guess he's just getting something, no problem. I'm talking it back, talking it back. And then I hear a car start up and screech away. <laughs> oh, he did you so dirty. Bro, he went inside the house. Went outside the back door, got into his car, and just drove away. Serbian Jesus would be so upset with him. Bro, he's the priest. I know. <laughs> he was the priest. Could you imagine? You're like the guy that's supposed to be the voice of God, and even God's going like, fuck this guy. He thinks he can just come in and grab a free lunch off of dude. you, dude? Yeah, but also like, no, no, no. But this goes God, to- God's in his ear being like, go out the back door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God's Start like, up the car, but make a point. <laughs> I know the back door is normally off limits metaphorically, <laughs> but right now, get in the car and you know what? Make a point with it. Yeah, make, a point about it. make sure that he knows that you just fucking dunked on him. I mean, and you know what? I, no, no, no. Don't flip him off. That'll be too hard. Just just go Yeah. do not makes bring you, him up at the lunch. Makes you dick no. hard, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Thinking like about that. this betrayal. You're my little puppet. Dude, he did you dirty because he didn't even need to mention the lunch. No, he put it in front of me and then was like, yeah, yeah, one second. (laughs) 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 
Yeah, when he did you dirty. That's so like this is the thing. I was like, oh, I guess we're not getting, I guess we're not getting to the lodge. We get back in the car, and I'm like, I'm just gonna call my dad just to see if I misstepped anywhere. Yeah. Right? Did I disrespect them somehow? And I, I call dad. I, I talk him through the entire thing, and I'm like, did I do anything wrong? And he went, Nah, our people are just cunts. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, that solves that. Any man in a big enough hat mm. in a church situation, if you've got a big enough hat, I don't trust you. The Pope, Serbian Orthodox, Russian Orthodox. Yeah. You know, Imams, it's a smaller hat, but it's wide. Yep. Pirates. Yeah, pirates that are famously untrustworthy people. Famously untrustworthy, big fucking hats. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Something about big hats that make you think like, I'm going to betray this person. KKK. I'll say it here. The more I find out about them, the less I like them. <laughs> I don't think they're a particularly trustworthy bunch. I my I, I don't think I align with them morally. Yeah. M- morally. Yeah, I have been seeing stuff about that recently. Mm. That the KKK is somewhat untrustworthy. I've heard some, and I got excited. Grand Wizard, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. It sounds fun. Everybody wants to go to Hogwarts. Everyone wants to go to Hogwarts. Everyone wants to meet Gandalf. Yeah. You. If this is a lot of people being like, do you want to come meet the Grand Wizard? If you didn't know what the KKK was, yeah. you would be like, do I want to meet the Grand, the grand Wizard? wizard? <laughs> yes. yes. I want to meet a the Grand A thousand times, wizard. yes. And then you walk in and the Grand Wizard is just sees a black guy and goes, you shall not pass. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why is Gandalf so mean? You shall not pass, but more like an economic education level. We're going to yep. put you in. The teachers won't be worth shit. We've built an infrastructure around you not passing. So you actually can't pass. It's way more layered than you think it is. It is. I'm actually a very clever racist. <laughs> anyway, and he looks at you and your white face and goes, how would you like some tea and scones? And you go, what about the yeah. dude? And he was like, don't worry about him. Yeah, He's beneath us. He's, we're like, okay, so if I'm mean to him, is that where the magic comes from? <laughs> And he's like, magic? He's like, yeah, if I mean to black people, do I become magical? Mr. Grand Wizard. And he's like, I, uh, you've lost me a little bit here. I don't think you understand. They're genetically inferior to us. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. All right, right. All right. First off, is magic, is part of the magic believing in science that's been disproved? Is that, <laughs> is that part of the magic? And then at the end of the day, you thought you were meeting this grand wizard and you're just explaining why he needs to watch the Michael Jordan Netflix show. You're like, dude, you don't get it. I think you've gone off the wrong path here, man. What else is going on, Sam? Not too much. I finished The Last of Us. I told you that. Yeah, me too. Oh, I almost got in a fucking bar fight the other week. For, for what? Well, I was at the Duke of Enmore. And I haven't, I haven't been in a bar fight in a little while. Mm-hmm. I don't like being in bar fights. Mm-hmm. You don't like them? I don't get in bar fights anymore. Mm-hmm. is a better way to explain it. Okay. Because it's toxic and it's evil. Anyway. But you enjoy it. Dude, a bar fight rules. <laughs> you ever been in a fucking bar fight, man? I've never been in a bar fight, bro. I don't even know how you start one. Uh, I tell you how you start. Well, they're really hard to start now, particularly in the Because there's no piano Sydney. player. In the- there's no piano player. <laughs> <There's> no piano. <laughs> Yeah, you don't get a musical cue. You don't get a musical cue to know where to start the bar fight. It fucking sucks, dude. My only knowledge of bar fights is through TV shows and musical theater. Dude, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> because that's 100%. I'm like, that's how you knew the fight was starting in old Western movies. Yeah. You walk into the tavern. 
you get in and he's like playing something I like my town with a little drop of poison so I walk in and I'm with Artie and we go in to the Duke of Enmore mm. and uh, Artie's like can we just pop in they're like we're not serving anymore it's like can we just pop in and say hi to a couple of people he works with in the odd culture group mm. so yeah no stress we get into the pool room area Artie's saying hi there's this old pot-bellied cunt playing pool with this woman and um, we get in and we start chatting and uh, we're like yeah I'm like anyway this dude at the pool table is being mm. really rude to Artie like, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Saying, like, what, what was he? Well, so where they're sitting is really... Yeah, okay, so he's just being mean to him. And then Artie's like, anyway... And but how is he being mean? He was saying shit. Like, like Artie what? was in the way because the pool table's closed. He was right. like, you want to get the fuck out of the way? Damn. Like, he just had attitude. He was like, okay. get the fuck out of the way, dude. Also, oh, it was general insults. It wasn't, like, personal attacks at Artie. But, uh, yeah, general insults until we start talking. And then out of nowhere... Um, Artie says, oh, he was really mad at me. Like, that's all I caught in the conversation. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, he was really mad at me. This dude makes a point to come around the table, lean into Artie, and go, I bet that fucking happens a lot, doesn't it, cunt? Whoa! And then I start hearing the Kill Bill music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beep, beep, yeah. Beep, beep. The guy's like, I just heard the Undertaker bell for some reason. And I'm like, that's not cool, dude. Like, he made a point to come over and say that. Yeah, that's fucked. And so then as we're talking... I'm leaning back on his pool table, using my fingers to flick the balls out of place. Mm, and I'm nice. like, fuck this dude. They're really fucking annoying. Nice. Flicking dude. the pool tables. Anyway, he's, he's talking and he's trying to line up shots and he's stopping. But I'm like, he's trying to engage me visually, but I'm still talking. Mm. And then he goes to line up another shot and then I rest my elbow on top of his pool cue. Yo. And we're Sam. just talking. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to leave and he goes, mate, just so you know, all right, that shit. Is really fucking stupid. I'm trying to play. Is he a f- English? Yeah, now? he's English. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm trying to play fuck? a fucking pool game here, mate. And I'm going, oh yeah, I'm sorry, man. I guess I'm just mad at you. I guess it happens a lot, doesn't it, cunt? Oh my god, Sam, bro. A- and then he goes, throw Artie to the wolves. And he goes, what the no, fuck? no, no, what no, I would have no, done. No, Artie- if he came up to Artie while I was there, and he was like, but that happens a lot, doesn't it, cunt? I would have been like, seems like you have to deal with this, Artie. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no. I lean into Artie. I go, I wouldn't take that if I was you, man. I wouldn't. Let, I wouldn't <laughs> let someone talk to me like that. No, 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 but it was bugging me and I, I'd had like nine drinks. Like I was in a bit of a mood and he'd just been mean to Artie for no fucking reason. And God love Artie. I live with Artie. Mm. There are things I get um, irritated at Artie for. His general personality is not one of them. Mm. So if you're mean to Artie, I'm like, what the fuck? If you don't know Artie, it's like, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah. And then just as I'm about to be like, it's on. This fucking bargain bin woman oh leans in. And just goes, I don't think you understand. All right, we're planning on a fucking pool. Nuclear dinosaur in the pool rules. You can't touch the pool ball. So why don't you fuck off with your stupid fucking friend and get the fuck out of here? Oh my God. And I go, you very touchy. Oh my God. Yes, people. And then I was like, we're leaving. We're leaving. We're leaving. So we're I'm leaving. Like, Artie, we're going. We have to go. Artie's like, come on, we're getting out of here. And I'm like, and then I'm like, and then the moment we get outside, Artie turns to me and goes, that was a licensee of the pub. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, I am so sorry he was being really mean to you. <laughs> he's like, that was a licensee at the pub, which is part of the odd culture group that I work for. Oh. And I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. He was just fucking, he was really going at you. Oh, Sam. And Artie's like, yeah, he's an asshole. He's a huge asshole. So it's not like I, I missed out on an in-joke. He, Artie's like, he's Are an we, asshole. Oh, we're sure that wasn't him just fucking with Artie? No. 
because then we get out. And so, so at this, the walk up to the next pub, the Enmore Hotel, I'm like, Artie, I'm really sorry, dude. I just, it was really irking me. I'm really sorry. We got the next pub. We knock a couple of beers back. Last call. That whole group is in that pub now. Except for the, except for the man that was being a cunt. Oh, okay. I was about to say round two. No. Fight. But the, uh, the bargain bin woman was there. Oh, great. Awesome. And so we walk past. And then they have a chat. I'm like, hey, Mikey. And Mikey, I think, which is, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Artie Superior is correct, but a, a big manager in the group mm. is not, the vibe is he's not happy with me because he's seen this all go down. Yeah. And he's like, your friend's an asshole. That's the vibe I got, mm-hmm. right? But he was pleasant. Like, he's nice. He's pleasant. We leave. And Artie just exhales like crazy. And I'm okay. like, you're right, dude. And he goes, I got the faces mixed up. It wasn't the licensee. Oh. It's some fucking drunk, pot-bellied cunt that's there all the time. Oh. It's no, he's a dickhead. Everyone thinks he's a dickhead. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, thank God, dude. I thought I almost got you fired. <laughs> dude, oh, my God. Good for you for trying to start something because 100%, I just would have been like, yeah, Artie, I don't know, man. I'm kind of on his side. <laughs> just would have asserted the most dominant energy in the room. I would have been like, yeah, yeah, he's got some good points, actually, man. Fucking leave him alone. I'll back you here. I don't think you would have. If you've seen what I'd seen, you might not have done it the way I did it, but I think there's a party that would have been like, Oi, boys. I would have grabbed- We're friends. What are we doing, dude? I, I would have grabbed Artie's dick and looked at him. <laughs> and go, you see this? You see this? It's coming for you next. It's you're up next. The first I grab, and when I grab you, done. <gasps> Nobody save. <laughs> All right, so... You've all been wondering. You've all been wondering, how are we going to solve this lunch thing if we're not going to call anyone? Yes. Well, if you listened last week, you'll notice that we gave a lovely runner-up prize to a gentleman called Ryan Mm. for writing a beautiful poem uh, trying to get a free lunch. Now, Ryan, we emailed Ryan and said, hey, all right, we're going to send you some money for some donuts. Congratulations. Ryan gets back to us and says, hey, guys, ChatGPT wrote that fucking poem. Yep. Uh... Where I'm gonna send you. Also, by the way, this is this is this guy. This guy might be my new hero. For real, because it was a really good fucking poem. It was a fantastic poem, and I feel betrayed somewhat. The Chat GPT wrote it. I think it's resourceful. It is resourceful, but in his resourcefulness, he goes. So instead, I'm giving you guys a fifty dollar Uber Eats voucher. Yeah, free lunches on me. Ryan, you are a hero. Fuck we yeah, love dude. you, dude. Your honesty, your candor. And this is now our second free lunch cut. Pound, 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 <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, we don't have it today. He said it's going to be here tomorrow. So next week. Next week. And you know what? Next week. Let's have the free lunch on the pod like we did last time. Let's do it. I would love that. I think that's a nice little... I do, this has been a journey. Straight up, man. We put oh our my feelers God. out trying to help people. Mm. Didn't realize that we'd help ourselves and find friends. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day. So Ryan, thank you, bro. All right, tickets are on sale for the 23rd of April at the Newcastle Comedy Club. And I think, it, what is it, the 3rd and the 5th of May at the yes. Summer Comedy Festival? Yes, and we've basically written the show finally. We, we have actually, yeah. And it's looking real fun. I'm so f- we can say with full honesty that it's actually going to be fun this time. I am so fucking pumped. It's going to be sick. It's going to be such a fun show. We wrote it two days ago, three days ago. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, we fleshed out the structure. A little structure, a little outline. We've got some ideas. It should be a lot of fun. So yeah, fucking, if you're in town at those dates, please come through. The, t- the tickets are very cheap. Tickets are cheap. S- code Sapuku for two for ones. Also, and we should actually make this point very clear, where we kind of want the live shows to be their own thing. Mm. And so it's not going to be up. 
We we are not uploading the live shows. You yeah, need to no. come see the live we shows. We might put a clip up or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something if, like if that. If something's fun in the moment, but the episode itself, it it's not going to count as an episode. Nah. So you won't see it on Spotify, YouTube, anywhere. You have to come see it live. Yeah. Um. But yeah. And if you can't make it, don't stress. This is just a start. Yeah. All right, team. Love you. Mwah. Bye.